Welcome to the Standoff, the podcast where we put abilities from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure up against each other with a randomized bracket to determine what stand is objectively the best. My name is Kingdom, and I use he, him pronouns. My name is Kat, and I use she, her pronouns. And like the previous episode, we have another guest this week who you will be hearing from again later in round four. But please go ahead and introduce yourself. My name's Sky. I use she, her pronouns. Oh, you've been on the podcast before. Yep, like Dio emerging from the <laughs> inner coffin. I'm back. Let's go. I'm stand off, good. stand off, stand off, stand off. I'm just standing. Yeah. We're going to recap details for the stand's appearances and abilities because we haven't talked about that in a little bit because it's around four. And we're going to talk about users and arcs and any other aspect of the stand that we might have talked about before. We're going to we're going to redo stuff. We're going to we're going to, we're going to see it. Yeah, only 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 uh 14 left. Smile. 14 episodes or stands? Episodes. Yikes. Uh-huh. Uh Kat, what are the criteria for this for the for this garbage? What the other criteria? Uh, there are two criteria and they are which stand is cooler and which stand would win in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Whose dad would beat up the other's dad? That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> so, our matchups for this second episode of round four are Heaven's Door versus Purple Haze and Sea Moon versus Oasis. And I'm in a very sleepy mood, so that's my vibes today. I'm gonna I'm gonna radio host this stuff. You're gonna what does that mean? Uh so today. What do we have on the on the deal for Heaven's Door? That little golden boy. I quit. Alright. <laughs> That's fair. I'm leaving. He may seem like a golden boy, but I think you'll find he's pink dark. But you may find that he knows how to swim. <laughs> and write. He can write and read. Shout out to that one clip from Golden Boy. I don't know, Golden Boy. Here we go. I don't have my Ben 10 <laughs> backup. This is going to be a bunch of references that I don't understand. No, oh, Sky, Sky, Sky knows ben, ben 10. I don't think we're allowed to. We did a bunch last episode. Has that ever stopped us? Yeah. I, I... Sky has a Ben 10 podcast, you know. Yeah. I just need to conquer my ADHD and edit it. It do be like that. I feel ya. Uh, I gotta... I should do that. Let's talk about Heaven's Door, though. What? Okay, Heaven's Door, <laughs> as discussed, is a little golden boy. Rohan, draw him in the air. Um, and he come out. Good for him. Um. Okay, so... I think this is going to affect his coolness rating. Does he need to do that, or is Rohan just doing that? So, go ahead. Okay. Um, In order for Heaven's Door to work on someone... Well, okay, so Heaven's Door lets them open up the pages of someone so Rohan can read them and change parts about them, etc., etc. We know, we know. But in order for that to work on someone, they need to see the image of the pink dark boy manga boy. Which looks exactly like Heaven's Door. So, when it first gets introduced, he ha- he's trying to show people pictures of the manga that he writes. And then, at, at a certain point, he realizes he can just draw it 
it draw the picture in the air really fast with this pen, and then it'll appear, and that's all it needs. So it's kind of stupid, but... Yeah. And then eventually it just turns into an actual stand. Yeah, so uh, two things from that. One, uh, it seems like if Rohan were in very many actual fighting situations, that would be a pretty severe limit on it. And two, in the, in the like, Rohan spinoffs, does he ever buy advertising space to increase his stand's range? I think his publisher would do that for him. Well, I mean, like, does he tell his publisher to make a Pink Dark Boy ad and then mind control all the people reading the newspaper or whatever? No. I don't think it's effective ranges that long, because he has to, like, write in them. And it's established that Pink Dark Boy is, like, the most popular manga in the world. Mm-hmm. It's the so detective Conan of, of JoJo's <laughs> Bizarre Adventure. That's not a joke. I'm pretty sure that's what it's supposed to be styled after, in a way. Oh, I thought it was JoJo's. The idea that Detective Conan is the most popular thing in the world is very funny to me. People like Detective Conan. Oh, yeah, no. I know it's much bigger in Japan, but to me, it's just that weird shit I watched in early 2000s in a literal basement with the Library (laughs) Anime Club. God bless. That and Orphan, spelt with an E. What? There's a show called Orphan, but it was, like, spelt funny. Sorceress Stabber Orphan? Maybe? These all sound fake. We'll we'll talk about Orphan later. <laughs> Will we? Will we? No. No, certainly not. But yeah, like like Kingdom said, Rohan opens people up like a book with Heaven's Door and that immobilizes them and then he can erase or write things in, which can make them forget or be able to do stuff. It can like make people move around really fast or know how to speak Italian. He can check the expiration date on a chicken in the grocery store. Yo, you know. the main, ca- main character, an orphan sorcerer stabber, looks like goddamn Duke Devlin. <laughs> he does look like Duke Devlin, yeah. Oh, speaking Sorry. of, uh, yeah, I guess since we don't do weeks on standoff, I've been getting into Yu-Gi-Oh! lately. I just finished GX. Yo, it's Pog. the time to be getting into stuff. I read, I've read, I've read like seventy-five chapters of High Q since yesterday. That seems like a lot. It's good. I like volleyball. I know. I'm but sorry to seventy-five <laughs> chapters seems like a lot. Are you okay? Yeah, I just like. I don't have anything else going on, so I just chill and I read it. You know. I'm sorry. I immediately took us off the rails again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this motherfucker reminds me of someone. Imagine having a red hair band. <laughs> <laughs> and Spike, like, shut up. Mm-hmm. He's got the look. Just like Ryu from Street Fighter. Ryu from Street Fighter looks like Duke Devlin. Yeah, that's true. Um, Heaven's Door doesn't look like Duke Devlin, apparently. No. Or, unfortunately. To be slightly more specific, Heaven's Door just like looks like a boy. He's wearing a big ol' top hat that's like outlined in gold and he has gold outlining on his face because that's how he appears when he's just drawn in the air and he wears like a little little boy suit it's got like a jacket with cuffed sleeves and pants and shoes 
Yeah. It's a well-dressed stand. I will say that the hat, the, like, rim of it extending up into little golden circles so that he kind of has a halo, I would say is the only good theming with him being named Heaven's Door. That is an incredible point that I've never considered. Yeah. But he also opened you up like a door. True. I mean, I guess. He opens every you book up is like a, a book, though. Every book is a door into a new world. True. Yo, Heaven Door is short. True. That's, yeah, I mean, that's enough about what it looks like and what it does. Um... I did just accidentally mute myself in Discord, but that's fine. I fixed it immediately. Can we talk about Rohan at all? Well, uh, first I want to ask about, uh, you ever talk about how Araki at least claims he came up with Sans? I promise this is relevant to my take on Heaven's Door. Yes, he he's the JoJo's man. He did the stands. Well, I mean, yeah, but do you know at least what he said how he came up with the concept of stands i don't actually know so he wanted the next series of jojo to be about psychics but like just having people stand there holding their heads isn't dramatic enough so the stands were meant to be like a metaphorical representation of telekinesis is okay. why some of the first ones he came up with are just punchy. Interesting. And I feel like, yeah. And I'm bringing this up because I do not think it is a coincidence that Heaven's Door literally reads your mind. True. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I... Imagine if Araki just wrote Mob Psycho 100 back in the 80s. <laughs> oh, he should have done that. Stupid. <laughs> When's season three of Mob Psycho coming out? When do we get to see Big Dimple? <laughs> I've never watched a Mob Psycho. Uh, I would recommend it. It's one of my favorite shows. Not just favorite Reagan. anime. I miss Reagan so much. <laughs> Are you crying? <laughs> No. Okay. I'm always crying in my soul. Um, that's not true. I've been I've been doing well, believe it or not. Um Rohan's king. Rohan. Rohan's a bitch. Why do you mean? Rohan is he a sucks. mean man. He licked the inside of a spider and he's He licked outside a spider. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, but its guts were bleeding out because he stabbed yeah. it with a That's different. That's Bro- different. He has to know how to draw it. By eating its guts, yeah. Um, that was just to scare away who he thought was um, raving fans who would annoy him, so he tried to be scary. Rohan oh. is just a mean and unpleasant guy to be around. Hey, here's a take. Uh-huh. So, this was, since this was a regular spider, what if Heaven's Door doesn't work on it because it can't process the concept of fictional characters? It just wouldn't know what the picture was, so he can't open it like a book? 
I'm gonna say that's the explanation for why it doesn't work on anything but humans. It in the main that's series, funny. but 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 once it's a stand, like he doesn't have to draw it and stuff. It kind of does. Like in Thus Spokeshibe Rohan, like I said, he uses it on a chicken. <laughs> he what? He uses it on a chicken in the meat case at a grocery store to see when it's gonna expire. That's an inanimate object, though. You made it sound like a chicken. No, I I apologize. No, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a dead chicken. Okay, but then still, I, it seems like he just completely abandons the concept of you have to see it. Well, Rocky didn't write those, right? Did he? Oh. I believe he did. I don't know anything about the one shots at all. I think Gucci no, he probably wrote did because he wrote the Louvre and everything. I have sent the image of Rohan sniff and then use Heaven's Door on chicken. That looks like a Rocky's art. Oh, it's definitely Rocky. It also yeah. looks like a shit post. He sniffed <laughs> the chicken. Chicken expires in seventeen minutes. <laughs> This is a fucking Mission Impossible scene. It's very funny. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send that to memes. You know what? That honestly, that makes it a much more useful seeming power, though. I want to yeah, know when food expires. I think he like only gets to that point once he's comfortable with it. Like when it's the spider times, he still has to like draw it in the air or even have people look at his pages. But like once it's actually a stand that he can manifest, I imagine he can use its full skill set. Yeah, we think about how Rohan likes probably likes uh, uh, Koichi because Koichi was effectively his door to the outside world because he was such a recluse before, and now he actually like has friends and everything. I mean, he was also a recluse on purpose. Yeah, but then he realized like, hey, people are cool. They're not all freak autograph hounds. I can have, I can talk to people and communicate and live in the outside world. True. And play dice with with Josuke. Yeah, that's the other thing. He learns that he can be comfortable in the outside world and then only uses it to bully high schoolers. (laughs) Yeah. To be fair, he is a 20-year-old living on his own. I I feel like that's what, that's like the standby. In the 90s, what else are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. True. I mean, it was 99. There were video games. Josuke played one. Yeah, he has that N64, and we are off topic, so how do we... No, I can go back, wait, I can can do this, I can do this, I can swerve it. Uh, Rohan could have written into Josuke, Pro Gamer, and then he'd be Pro Gamer. We talked about Ben 10 so much last week. That's fair. We talked about Beyond Two Souls for like five minutes. There's no to, off topic anymore on standoff. This is just what the show is. This is what the show is, but we can go into Purple Haze. We well, okay. morally I would we like should to talk a little bit about I guess the theoretical limits of his powers cuz at first it seems like in connection with mind control he can compel you to do or not do things. But then he tells Josuke to fly back 30 feet. And <laughs> no, it's fly back at seventy kilometers per hour. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, but still, he does that, and he tells someone, he, he tells Koichi that he knows Italian now, like, mm-hmm. what are the theoretical limits once he is inside the page? Like, what can he not write? I imagine he could write anything, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't think he could give somebody a stand. I don't think he can give somebody a stand. In George Josar, he does write into Joji that Joji can see stands, but he doesn't give mm-hmm. Joji a stand. <laughs> but I guess he could just write stand user. I I'm forgot sure. Rohan was in George Joestar. <laughs> what the fuck? We've been on Mars for three months. Isn't That's fair, but Rohan's still on Earth. Isn't George Joestar where he uh, fucking... Hits his accelerated time deadlines as the universe is approaching heat death. No, that's part six. That's canon. Oh, that no, is I don't think in that's the canon. canon version of part six. No. no. Yep. No, I don't. I don't remember that being that's, a thing. I think you're lying you to me. What are you talking about? Okay, bye, Gregory. Yeah, that's fine. What the fuck are you talking about? That was not in the manga. Yes, it was. Can't ask we'll me, fi- so... We'll fight about this later. We do know some of the limits of Heaven's Door. Okay. Uh, Rohan can't do anything to himself. He can't read his own memories, and he can't write commands in himself. Are we sure, though? Yeah, it's explicitly stated. Okay, because... It really seems like he wrote, I will hit all my deadlines on himself... It's what makes no. the most sense. Nah, he's just good, baby. He's just big, strong. Okay, I'm I'm reading more about this on the on the wiki because I haven't read Rohan at the Louvre. Mm-hmm. Because apparently this is important information from that. It um, it's, it's proof that he's capable of being horny. Uh, he wrote on his forehead. A command saying to repress all of the memories of Rohan at the Louvre. But uh, as soon as the writing like it got rubbed off somehow, he, all the memories came back. So it's not like a thing he can really do. That makes sense. He wrote it on his forehead on purpose so his stupid sweatband would smudge it. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Because if he knew what was going on, he would have gotten killed by guilt ghosts. Okay. Yeah, I posted I posted the paragraph of the summary from chapter 154 of Stone Ocean where Rohan is specifically mentioned as being able to meet his deadlines in the sped up time. I hate you. Why? You know what? what? That's a that's a clever uh tie-in b- b- because the two stands that have heaven in their name made in heaven and heaven's door cancel <laughs> each other out. Cuz Rohan's a genetic freak, and you have <laughs> what is it? A Fuck, negative I... chance of beating him at sacrifice or whatever. If you give I think me Rohan's a second, Jesus. I can pull it up because I know exactly I... what you're talking about. Talk about Scott Steiner. I talked about Scott Steiner last week too. It's all I know anymore. We <laughs> we are 20 minutes in. We're still on the first one, so let's go to Purple Haze real quick. <laughs> He's angry. He's very mad and he's steam. Long time standoff viewers will remember that 
I'm not only an anime-only viewer, but I'm an anime viewer who stopped after part four. So, who's Purple Haze? Purple Haze is the stand of uh, Panacata Fugo, mm-hmm. one of the main gang boys. Uh, Purple Haze is a stand that Fugo doesn't like to bring out, because Purple Haze is bad. It's like super fucking... Here, I'll give you an image, Sky, in case... You would like it. Sure. Super angry jester boy that gives off a super powerful toxin that kills everything around it. It's a virus. Woo! I'll have you know. Uh, and the user, one of the reasons he doesn't like bringing it out, because the user, Fugo, is not immune in any way to the virus, and he sometimes can't even control the stand. <laughs> You you are not immune to stand so, virus. This seems like it sucks. It it seems like it's worse than not having a stand so far. It works sometimes. Apparently, well, there is the obligatory obligatorily have to mention uh, purple haze feedback. Where Purple Haze gets a couple, where Fugo's the main character and Purple Haze gets a couple changes and buffs in the form of Purple Haze distortion. Uh, namely that Fugo becomes immune to the virus. Yeah, that's it. To be more specific a little. Fugo does look like, uh, not Fugo, Purple Haze does look like Jester Man. He's humanoid. Uh, he has, like, white and purple tracks all over his body. He's got some armor pieces around his knees and shoulders, like a lot of stands do. He's got a, like, helmet with a curved pointed top and, like, a visor over his eyes. And in the anime, he's got a cape. He's got big old shoes and spikes on his back. Yeah, so I will say I like its appearance more than, uh... More than Heaven's Door so far, even though it's creepier, it, I think, I think it communicates not only its name, but its power pretty well. It's got, like, uh, the, the little, like, hood thing over its face is kind of like a plague doctor mask, which fits in with the theme of sickness. Yeah, yeah, no, it just, it's a good look, I think. I, I fully agree. It's also got capsules on its knucks, uh, which is where the virus lives. Where it lives. I feel uh-huh. like a lot of stands do. I might just be thinking of Star Platinum when I say this. Star Platinum has, like, chainmail on its hands, I think. Doesn't it have, like, uh, like big golden things on its knuckles, though? Like Yeah, it's got, it's got, it's got... Kind of brass knuckles on its gloves. Yeah, I can see it. It's all in the back of the hand, so it's good for slapping. Good for slapping. Uh, I read, I didn't know this about Purple Haze Distortion, but you want to know how it makes Fugo immune? I'm interested. Well, how? Uh, it can use Purple Haze to uh, as the virus, normal stuff, and then Distortion can alter the virus. Basically, Fugo makes the virus and then makes another virus in himself that cancels out the first one. 
go just like just like Yorno does with the snake. Oh, I sure. Was going to say that is kind of like how real vaccines work. Giorno, Giorno uses snake to make a vaccine for virus in part five. Now, hold on. You could use a snake to make a cure for that same snake's mm-hmm. poison or venom, but you can't. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can do that. So well, he, well I, he, an important thing you're missing is that the snake is also a brick. He makes the snake out of a brick that has the virus on it, and then snake blood make venom because it is made out of the virus brick. You know what? Maybe I'm good. glad I didn't watch part five. Nah, it's it's good. No, that's the arc where they fight Man in the Mirror. Uh, okay. The man, man in the, the Mirror. mirror. They, they ever fight a uh, thriller? No. I wish. I feel like Smooth Criminal would also make a very good stand name. True. That's, I don't know. There's, yeah. I, I remember. I know what I'm thinking of. There's a fan stand that's called Smooth Criminal. Uh, I'm thinking of the antagonist from Demon Slayer who just looks like Michael Jackson. <laughs> but yeah. Souls? Oh, speaking yeah, of so, funny yeah. fantasy shows, uh, I just linked you what this reminds me of. There's the guy who licked his own knife. Yeah, there's this like live action Japanese show that's a parody of JRPGs and they fight a rogue with the world's strongest poison, but he licks the knife to try and look cool and he dies. That's how I would go out. <laughs> so who's cooler, Heaven's Door or Purple Haze? I mean, so, we said we are considering users in this criteria. I feel like I do not know very much about Fugo compared to... He's just an angry boy. More like Fugon, because he leaves. Does he suck worse than Rohan, who burned his own house out of spite? I, Rohan's a character. Fugo right. doesn't get a lot of development in part five. Like, he Fugo... is there, he has his one fight, and then he's like... I'm overpowered, so I'm not allowed to be in the part anymore. So I'm leaving. Is uh, I can I can give I can I can give a spiel yeah. on Fugo. I can kill Fugo. Hold on, is I can kill everyone in this room, but it has to include myself and my friends. That overpowered? It seems useless. It doesn't affect the stand, so you can like be away from it or like upwind from it, and the stand can also shoot the virus orbs like bullet, not like that fast or far but it can be used as a ranged attack okay yeah i feel like those are important details to consider in the fight we always forget details fugo has at multiple times had like different cannons for his backstory but they all include some kind of like really bad trauma where like purple haze is kind of born out of that rage of bad bads and Fugo was initially... So, here's the thing. Um, when Araki was writing Part 5, he made Fugo as part of the main gang in the intention of having him eventually betray the group and side with the bad boy, the bad boss man. But apparently, through interviews, I read that Araki didn't end up going through that because at, when he was writing it, he was, ha- he was at like a really bad spot in his life and he was real sad. 
And the thought of one of their best friends betraying them made him really sad, so he didn't do it. Aww. So when when the gang were making the decision to betray the betray the gang the the actual gang and fight the boss, everybody had the choice. All the characters had the choice to to stay with them or leave, and just like not be part of it if they don't if they don't want to be. And everyone went on, but Fuku was like, "No, I can't. I can't do that. It's too dangerous." So he left. Instead of betraying them, he just dipped out. So yeah, I would say based on what I've been told so far, I like Fugo more than Rohan on like a likability aspect. Even though he does not sound like a very cool character, that makes sense. Yeah, he, he tries to teach Narancha math, <laughs> and he gets stabbed in a fo- with a fork for his efforts. Now hold on, I, I need to. This is oh, a very God. important detail. Is Narancha the one who wears a bunch of math on the skirt? No, that's Trish. Okay. So is there, like, is there anything there? Nah, Narancha's just dumb. Yeah, Narancha's just stupid. <laughs> Fugo's trying to teach him math and he doesn't get it. I mean, if there's a plot point about math and someone wearing math, I feel like it is reasonable nope. to ask. Nope. I think we're good with... I, I think Purple Haze should, should be... Heaven's Door. In a fight? Or in coolness? In, in, in general. Both. So... This, this is a weird, rare scenario where both stands have their own uh, light novel adaptations. True, but, 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 but Heaven's Door is cooler. Nope. Well, you said one of the criteria was would win in a fight, and based on what you've told me, I think Purple Haze would win in a fight with Heaven's Door because... Uh, the wiki describes Heaven's Door as a close-range stand. You mentioned having to get up in there and write, which seems like a, like it would be a bad idea with the with the and viruses. Rohan can't Rohan can't write immune to virus, immune to poison on himself because he can't do that. But if Rohan got in close enough, he could write your virus doesn't affect me because she be Rohan. Oh, or he, he does do that sometimes. You're not immune. But <laughs> wait, again, I don't think he would get the chance if he just like. Is that winning the fight though? If he's if just like your poison your can't opponent, kill me. Yes. No, if he, no, he can't do that. Yeah, I'm saying Fugo would be able to kill Rohan with his long range yeah, super. Me too. Me too. Fine. But okay, so again, if the two criteria are what's cooler and who would win in a fight, would is Heaven's Door cool enough to make up for the fact that it might not win the fight? In my opinion, yes, but I have a feeling I am being outmaneuvered by freaking cool. I can't believe I'm the one dumpstering Rohan now, but I'm. I, this is coming from me wanting to read uh, Purple Haze feedback because I think Fugo would be cool as a as a more fleshed out character, and there's like that potential there. Whereas with Rohan. We've gotten more than we could have asked for. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. It's like, Araki, calm down, brother. Okay, so Kat, uh, I'm going to try and reassure you by explaining it a little more. You see, 
normally if you go one-on-one with another stand, you got a 50-50 chance of winning, but I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal, so you got a 25% at best to beat me. And then, you got Kurt Angle in the mix, you, the chance of winning drastically goes down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning, but I got a 66 two-third chance of winning, because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me, he's not even gonna try. So Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance, minus my 25% chance, and you've got 8 and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning if we was to go one-on-one, and then add the 66 two-third percent, I got a 141 two-thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. Samoa Joe, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you. I wasn't expecting you to do the whole thing. <laughs> no one stopped me in time. I, I couldn't. <laughs> I was trying to find, I realized I don't know what my Joe Otero looks like, the author of Joe, George Joestar, and I don't think there's an image of them that exists. Fair. Um. So yeah, Purple Haze wins, I guess. Purple Haze wins. Time for Sea Moon versus Oasis. This is a long episode. Sea Moon wins. The episode's over. Well, uh, I mean, we have to talk about them a little bit. We have to. We have to talk about them a little bit. Can talk about Sea Moon. You like Sea Moon? Yeah. So Sea Moon is a stand that has monkey tail. Does it? I'm looking at the We've wiki. Talked about this I'm not every seeing time. a monkey tail in this particular image. It has a long arrow tip tail with a fur like texture. Oh, it's Saiyan tail. We've talked about Saiyan, how it has a Saiyan, Saiyan tail, tail every time we've talked about it. I don't believe you. I don't remember so, that at all, but whatever. The funny thing about it is it does appear to have a belt buckle on the tail. Yeah. Built to be Saiyan. But yeah, so real quick, Sea Moon, it's a big old humanoid stand. It's got its little tail. It's got a lot of green, like, vector arrows on its shoulders, which are also green, pointing out. Those are made to, like, denote the fact that it has gravity abilities. It has red eyes, uh, like the green baby, which is part of it. So, Sky. Uh, sea Moon is made by Pucci Evolving White Snake by absorbing the green baby. And then going to Cape Canaveral at, like, the destined time. It's the in-between stand of White Snake and Made in Heaven. Like, the stripes you see on it with the DNA sequencing letters on it are from White Snake. And the green effects and eyes are from green the green baby. It's kind of like White Snake shedding its skin into a new form in that way. Like, in the way it looks. So, yes. Go ahead. And your point is now open. Okay, so I think think I've heard about this green baby before. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna send an image in chat and you guys uh, confirm or deny for me. It's not Son of the Mask, no. <laughs> that, yes, green baby is Son of Mask. <laughs> you just that's, that's said true. it wasn't, and now you're saying- I changed my mind. Okay. I, I realized the error of my ways. Yo, was that floop? <laughs> I... Why is Alan coming as floop in Son of the Mask? I think if I remember watching that movie on Cartoon Network at fucking 9pm or whatever, uh, I think Alan Cumming is supposed to be playing Loki from mythology. Oh, that, and Floop is just Loki. Okay, yeah, that that makes sense. I, I don't see, why do you keep calling him Floop? 
There's a problem. I don't know, because I always thought, because I forgot what floop looks like, except for Alan Cumming. I don't know what you There's mean a- by floop. Floop's the antagonist from Spy Kids. I... Can we rein it in? Can we rein it in real quick? Okay. It went from Sea Moon to Green Baby to Son of the Mask to Spy Kids. We gotta... So, okay. Already, like, the fact that this seems to be a combination of multiple stands. Normally, I try and pull something out of my ass as to, like, why this represents the character it's related to, or what it has to do with the song, but I really have nothing to grab on here with with Sea Moon. There's nothing but the song. So Poochie, the stand user, is the antagonist to part six. This is, like, right before he fully attains power. The stand is, like, transitional from its first form to its third form, both in its abilities and just kind of appearance its third form doesn't really look like it at all but its powers are gravity its next form's powers are time which is just a you can affect time with gravity so it's like this ability is building up to that i mean yeah but those aren't the same thing i'm sorry if you have enough control over gravity, though, you can, like, affect time via gravity wells and shit. So it's it's a lot. There's a logical progression. Also, that, I wouldn't say there's nothing to build on because Poochie and, like, JoJo's as a whole is at the, at the point is dealing with gravity as the concept in JoJo's mm-hmm. being that important people, co- like, coalesce, like, naturally move toward each other and interact with each other. And Poochie, when he starts affecting gravity, he also forces all of the currently important characters to go to the one spot altogether. There's something. So I would say, in talking about the design, it doesn't really... I'm willing to follow you that it communicates the idea of being a fusion by incorporating elements of other stands, but it... I don't look at this thing and think gravity. I don't look at this thing and think human connections, you know. I do not think our hearts are co- are drawn together by the green moss of fate. I don't think you look at most stands and be like, oh, I know what this stand does from looking at it. I think that's not a super fair point. I, I think mean... that the fact that it has vector arrows throughout its design, which are used to designated for used to designate forces in physics do lend to the idea of gravity or manipulating some kind of force i mean they just look like more spikes is the issue because the vector arrows are next to just like spikes pointed at its own neck it's also got them on its pants like you can see in the crop at the bottom right of the picture it's got one on its pant leg so, okay, I'm just going to make my point now. This thing is ugly as sin, and it doesn't seem to, like, gain very much. I And I can't forgive that because I'm not getting anything else from it, if that makes sense. Fair. That's understandable. I feel like, like not knowing the part definitely is a disservice towards appreciating its design, but I want to go over its abilities a little bit more. Yeah, go for it. It can shift gravity, so its user can make it so that within a radius of three kilometers around them, things are repelled from it like they are falling. 
Mm-hmm. So, like, a stretch of road just becomes a sheer cliff face because of the gravity manipulation. Uh, it can also um, touch something and invert its gravity. So, like, it would touch you and basically just turn the forces on you inside out and you would turn inside out. Okay. Or, like... Okay, question. How does it do that? How does it touch someone if its first power is pushing people away? Is it faster than gravity? If they get close enough, like, you can climb up that cliff. You can fight against that force. Like, it's not... The gravity inversion is an accelerated gravity that, like, forcibly pushes you away. It's just, like, shifts perspective, basically. It's hard to describe without seeing it. But, like, you just have to climb to get to him, basically. It makes it more challenging to approach him. It would suck to climb up there just to get touched and turned inside out like Mario losing a life in Mario Galaxy. Yeah, it really would. Oh, and Simon does also have some time acceleration ability. It's not a huge amount, but like it can make you f- make things go faster if you get too close to the user. Okay, staring at this thing more, I am willing to give it one point in in favor of the design, the fact that it has Dio's pants and, by extension, kind of the world's color scheme does communicate something about Pucci as a character, and that's okay. That, that he and Dio were fucking, and when he left, he accidentally took Dio's pants, yeah. I mean, I knew there was a connection between them, but I didn't think they were, uh... Here is... <laughs> just... Does this does this look het to you? I sense Guy the panel of Poochie and Dio chilling in bed together. I mean, fuck! I can't remember how the post goes. I w- I wanted to be like you know that one that's like JFK gay as fuck for falling asleep when Jackie's fat at. Like the fact that they are next to each other in bed like this one of them shirtless and they're just reading yeah Dio appearing to be reading like the least sexy thing he could be Mona Lisa's very sexy in Jojo's canon yes true also to be as to be as fair as possible Dio is shirtless 90% of the screen time that's just his norm true we need to move on I don't have work tomorrow, but still, it'll be fine. Let's talk about Oasis, unless there's any final points you want to make about how cool Seamoon is and how it's going to win the podcast. Let's talk about Oasis. Parker. What? Talk to me about Oasis. Talk to me and Sky about Oasis. You know how they're called stands because they stand next to you? Yep, I remember Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this. This one's a suit. Mm -hmm, Like White Album. What, like, what album? In part five, they decided, you know what? Mech? I don't think that's what a mech is. I think it's more like I, a Sentai suit. I'm gonna say it's a very stretched definition form of a mech. Seamoon, or Seamoon, Oasis is a stand of Seko. He doesn't have a last name. Weird. That makes it, it's a suit that he puts on himself. It's a diving suit and he can dive into the water, but it's not water. He can dive into the ground like it is water and he eats worms. We, we, 
We don't know if he eats worms. That was a bit that we did in an earlier no, episode. Every bit that we do is canon is the thing, though. True. So this is like a very visually interesting power, if nothing else, but I'm not entirely sure how useful it is. So he's teamed up with another stand user named Chocolata, whose ability is that when you go down in elevation, a horrifying mold starts growing on your body and kills you very quickly. So he sinks people and then they get moldy and die. And also he can use it to suck people underground where they have to like swim through mud basically to move and fight. So he has the advantage down there and he can also like strategically throw the mud that he creates so it rehardens and creates projectiles that can hurt people very badly. Okay, now hold on. I was under the impression that he made the ground into mud himself. Yeah, the stand the stand makes the ground around him into yes. mud. Not just for himself, but like in an yeah, area. So that's why I was wondering, like, why is it that when he drags people down, shouldn't they just be like cr- clipping into solid concrete? No. It's muddy. It's muddy because he make it muddy. Okay. Yeah, he makes the ground, he makes solid ground around him into muddy texture. Yeah, it's like an area effect. Okay, um... Ten meters range, about. I was looking for the range, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 silly stand logic. Bruno, Bruno is able to go into the mud world because he doesn't have to breathe because he's a zombie. I'm trying to... Was Bruno the guy who could reenact anything with with his stand no he's the one with the zippers he dies at one point and then giorno's like not really you're good and then he's like i'm zombie now part five sounds exhausting part five is great part five is the second best part notably untrue but it's good it is true Everything I say is true. I said it before. There's no bits on this show. Based on what <laughs> I have seen so far, I'm willing to believe it is second to part four, which I like. To loop back a bit, Sego doesn't have much of a character. He's, like, he has, he's very, like, traumatized and shit. Chocolata is a horrible doctor who did a lot of bad medical things to people, including Seko. So he is very much a victim of abuse who's being forced to fight with him. And... Uh, yeah. Oasis is designed to kind of look like a snakeskin. It's got little bars for a mask around his eyes and stitching all over it. And it's brown. And that's Oasis. Its localized name is Sanctuary. My sanctuary. My fears and lies melt away. Yeah. Melt away like concrete. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, okay. Uh, like I said, I like to think about stands as expressions of the user's personalities i uh, off the air tend to go on about the reading that like stands tend to be about what the user wanted in that moment okuyasu was told he needed a stand that gets rid of things so he basically got the hand and stuff like that uh and so i think the idea of a stand that lets you hide in in plain sight, in your own little worlds, belonging to a victim of trauma is... I think it's interesting. I think there's a little more meat on those bones than just a very powerful stand what have gravity. I'll tell you what, Seko do got some meat on his bones. I mean, Seko's deal is very much more easy to summarize than Poochie's. Poochie's the main antagonist of a full arc, where Seko is there for one arc with his 
backstory thrown in there. I mean, also, just in terms of personal bias, I too, I do tend to prefer powers that are more interesting and complicated as opposed to just, like, cool and powerful. Fair. I'd definitely say Sea Moon's more interesting, though. I mean... It's the kind of thing that, like, it sounds weird on paper, but when you see it, you're like, yo... I'm I'm popping off for real right now, you know? Yeah, Oasis was only uh, really a threat or like a, an interesting arc because it was paired with another stand. While Seamoon was... It made like fucking badass set pieces where the, 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 the highway is... The wall is a wall and they're climbing to the space... Launch, I don't know what the fuck you call them. They're climbing all the way to NASA. It's fucking cool. Cape Canaveral Space Center, yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm willing to throw out another thing then. Since one of the criteria is who would win in a fight, I think Oasis has a distinct advantage against against Sea Moon since it could just swim under the highway. And not be affected. Yeah, but then it gets close, and then Poochie punched the ground with Sea Moon and the ground gravity turn inside out, and then he's just trapped in a mud ball. Or then he get close and then drown Poochie in Highway, and he wins. Now nah, Poochie can fly. I'm sorry, he what? <laughs> Poochie can fly. Sea yeah. Moon affects gravity. He can affect gravity yeah. around the user and make them float. You said it affected gravity by pushing other people away and, uh, affecting victims. You didn't mention that he could use it on himself. He, he just uses it on gravity as a concept. Like, yeah. I, it, I guess it wasn't described well. Like, he act like, here, this is the Cape Canaveral stage transition from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Eyes of Heaven. This is what, this is what the gravity effect, like, does when it's used. It's that in a three-kilometer radius. Uh, I, I'm a dumbass American who doesn't even know the American measurements. What's three kilometers? Three kilometers is about probably a 5K three miles. It's like two-ish miles, give or take a quarter of a mile in either direction. But yeah, I don't I don't think we said anything specific, but we did, we just mentioned that Seamoon can control gravity, but it's like, Seamoon can control gravity. Yes, full, full, full control of gravity, basically, in that radius. And any stand with a range over a mile is significant. Not many have that. Yeah, I, I don't know, I'm still just stuck on the idea that, like, I don't know if it would affect gravity underground or if Poochie would even think to do that. Consider the trivia that it's partially inspired by Darth Maul from the Star Wars franchise. If anything, I feel like that is a point against it, because Darth Maul has a cool good design. Seamoon could have been like that. I genuinely don't even think there's an argument to be made for Oasis. Yeah, Sky, I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I appreciate you going I'm to bat. Sticking to my guns. If you two outvote me, it's still your show. But like, I say Oasis. Seamoon, Seamoon is cooler and would win in a fight. It's swim through mud suit versus controlling the concept of gravity, being planet. That's podcast. That's, That's podcast. podcast. I'm a sleepy boy.
Purple Haze win, Sea Moon win. Next time we're talking about Mandum versus Spice Girl and Sky Ooh. High versus Weather Report. Should we mention who was going to be the guest on the next one? We don't. So we did for the last one. We don't know yet. Oh, I thought. Oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, no. no, I'm willing to pull okay. back the curtain. I was planned to show up on an even later episode, and then uh, Cat and Kingdom realized they didn't have anyone for this week, so... Two consummate introverts deciding to have guests for eight episodes at least of their podcast? Probably a bad fucking idea. Hey, I've shot some shots, I've invited some people, but... You've shot big funny shots. I, d- I did, and people were nice, and I don't want to like say names of people who did who declined being on the show, but people were nice, but they just didn't have time. Did Alpharad email you back? No, but Alpharad's taking a break from the internet, so I don't blame him. The Roy brothers will be on standoff finale. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet at Griffin McElroy, <laughs> the best McElroy. Go for it. No, just Justin's the best McElroy, actually. Scott, do you have anything you want to plug? In the outro? Uh, so, yeah, I'm working on a new podcast myself uh, of interest to listeners of Standoff. It is about Ben 10. Uh, I do not have a set schedule for it yet because, again, I have difficulties just sitting down and editing. But uh, follow at the Omnitrip on Twitter for updates. Ben 10's really just breaking its way ben 10's forcing his way into the podcast yeah. one way or the other true yeah um do you want to play like personal twitter or anything or is that it is that all you got uh follow me on tumblr at fucker too okay, who are you i'm at alias baria on twitter and also on kilroy us that's a-l-i-a-s-p-a-r-i-a uh kingdom <laughs> go Attack on Kingdom, T-A-C-H-Y-O-N Kingdom. Also, Tachyon on Kilrog US. Soon to be Tachyon on, uh... Moonrunner US. No, not Moonrunner. Death... De- Deadlands? Are you seriously going to a different server from us? Yes, because Tachyon's taken on Moonrunner. Fucked up. Yeah. Just so add an the Deadlands, or whatever it's called. Ghostlands? Ghostlands, yeah, that one. Um, uh, uh, you can find the show at Standoff Podcast. Yeah, that one. In our pinned tweet, you can find a link to our Discord and a link to our Patreon, which you can also find at standoff.website. For $1 a month, you get monthly bonus episodes and episodes a couple of days early. This month, we're going to be doing a commentary track for the Part 3 OVA. Uh, I've never watched it. Neither have I. Satoshi Kone's good, though. Oh. Yeah, it's nice. a Satoshi Kone joint. I didn't know that. Neat. Mm-hmm. The Dio fight looks really cool as a result. I've seen some clips. Um, I've seen that, yeah. And for $5 I love a month. Pa- I haven't seen Paprika yet. I need to. And for $5 a month, you can get monthly recaps of light novel chapters. We're currently working our way through George Joestar. This month, we're talking about a Joji chapter um, of some name. There'll also be a December chapter going up this month that I keep forgetting to edit. That is uh, George chapter, it's chapter 10. Uh, There are tens of thousands of skin suit zombies. That, yeah, it was fucked up. That was fucked up. And if you want to email us, standoffpod at gmail.com. Our music is Mad Rock Strange City by Nice Wizard Music. Please rate us on iTunes or podcast app of choice. Only rate us if you're going to rate us five stars. And That's not true. Rate us whatever you think we deserve, which, which is five, five stars. stars. And thank you all so much for listening. 
as always, until next time, stand, stand proud. proud.